everyone, and welcome to Ongaku to You, the weekly podcast where three friends come together and talk about this week in the Japanese music industry. I'm your host for this week.、Uh, we are recording on January 9th.、Uh, I am Gray, and with me I have Luna. Hello, everyone. Hajime Mashite. How are you doing this week, Luna? Good, good. We are the. Twosome duo tonight due to Ken not being here. So, yes, he, he has a big wedding, a work event. Oh, yeah, it is a work event. It,、so. It's hard for me to keep Ken's schedule correct, but, but I know he's listening.、Well. Yes,、yeah. and we wish him well and we look forward to having him back on. But for tonight, you got us two. Yep, and next week's. We're going to talk a little bit more about it at the end of the show, but next week is a big, big, big episode. So please stay tuned for that. And we'll go ahead and, Luna, what have you been listening to? A, lo- a hodgepodge of stuff, actually. I've been switching a lot of CDs up in the car, listening to a lot on Spotify. So I'll just name several of the artists I have had on my plate lately. M Flow's Kyo album again, which is fantastic. Edu's Spotlight album. Also went back to Millet. Listened to some Chan Mina, her Never Grow Up album. My God, that's so good. Been listening to some Jasmine. Been listening to some Otsuka Ai. Some Milk. Some Perfume. Also went back to Koda. And some Ayumi. As you can see, it's just been. Big hodgepodge, all random stuff, and it's been very, very exciting. Also, Yayoi Daimon in A Witch. So, I needed some hip hop in my life. What about you, Gray? What have you been listening to lately?、Uh, well, LOL dropped a brand new music video and song on Christmas Day called Blah, and I've been listening to that. I've gone back and I've, I've made a playlist of all of their. Singles that they dropped, their digital singles that they've dropped lately that they've turned into music videos, but they're not actual like singles of singles. And so I've been kind of listening to that on repeat. And it's been really, really nice because I, I really felt like lately I haven't had a chance to really enjoy a whole lot of LOL. Like I feel like I have to cheat them in, <laughs> so to speak, of the week is because. Usually, with the show and, and everything like that, like, you know, we're always trying to find new music to listen to, and we're always trying to, you know, cover all the things that we need to cover. And so sometimes I'm like, I'm like oh, I know I have other things I probably should be listening to, but let me cheat in some LOL. So I've been listening to that, and I will say, check out their new song, Blah. It is really, really good. It's another rock single.、Uh, like, I don't know what it is. Like, LOL had a quiet year for the most part. And then, like, right at the end of 2019, they're like, okay, we're just going to drop all the good songs.、And、I was like, where has this been? And they've dropped enough songs digitally that they could have had a whole single release because they've had like four brand new songs with music videos that they dropped. So they're really fattening up that Lightning album. So I'm really, really hyped about that. Uh, going back and listening to a little bit of Color Creation 2. And I've been listening to this week's Music Corners, which we will get to eventually. I downloaded I Feel the Light by Little Glee Monster, and I still have yet to actually check that out. So I should do that sometime soon, but I've yet to do it. 
that is what we've been listening to. And now we're going to go on to the news. And Jan and Luna, you have us starting off. So why don't you go ahead and kick us off with the first article of the week? All right. We got some awesome news as Chanmina is giving fans a look at her notebook with her upcoming dual single called Notebook Me and Notebook You. They will both be released simultaneously. I can't say that word, so we're going to say both are going to be released together on the same day. Both contain four tracks each. However, the track listing has yet to be announced. And this is a very, very special single as it was thought up by her to translate her own thoughts and expressions into the lyrics. And one will focus on expressing one's, oneself and one's thoughts, which is the Notebook Me, while Notebook You will focus on everyone else's thoughts. You can check out pre-order links for both singles up on our site, as well as a little teaser movie for this as well. All right, moving on to our next article, we have Sumika. They have dropped a brand new music video for their single, Higher Ground, which was featured on the new My Hero Academia movie, uh, Heroes Rising, which dropped on December 20th. And Higher Ground was actually released all the way back on December 11th, but... They have a brand new music video that you can check out in the article if you're interested. Along with, you can order the editions if you would like to do so. There's a standard, a limited edition type A and B. And there's also a full track listing. So be sure to check that out. All right, moving on to our next article. Popular vocalist Naraki Obukuro has released the music video for his track, Gaia on his official YouTube channel. This is the outro for his new album, Piercing, which dropped digitally on the 18th. It's on all popular music streaming services. And yeah, you can check out the video in the article. And we also have a full track listing for his new album, Piercing. So yeah, you can check that out. And moving on up to our next bit of news. Every Little Thing shows fans everything by making a YouTube channel. Those of you who don't know, they are a popular pop rock duo that has announced for the first time ever they are going to be releasing all their music videos on YouTube. Among the uploads are some of their most popular hits such as Time Goes By, Fragile, and their debut hit, Feel My Heart. And it also features several music videos from the lead singer, Kaori Mochida, as well. There are currently 59 music videos available on their channel. And you can check out several of their playlists. They groups for fan con- for the fans' convenience as well. Go to our site. You can find their channel on there as well as their video for Time Goes By. Yeah, I'm actually really excited about this because I love Grip. I I have made that no secret. Like that is, that is my personal favorite song that they do. That is my absolute favorite opening for Inuyasha, which we did talk about on our anime music episode. So go uh, plug plug, go check that sucker out. And yeah, I love that that song. And I've always kind of lamented that. For years, it was kind of hard to get a hold of their music, and it was, it's been really nice that they've added like all of their music videos to their 
YouTube channel so you can really go back and check out their catalog and really get to know them. I, I am super hyped for this. Yeah, I think it's fantastic as well. I've been a huge Every Little Thing fan for a while, and I actually have several of Kaori Mochida's solo albums as well. Grip is such a great song, and I also love their song Time Goes By. Fragile is another one of my favorites as well. I highly recommend everyone going and giving them a try. You won't be disappointed. Yep, yep. Couldn't agree more. And our next bit of news is Perfume rejuvenates their monstrous career with their latest music video. Those of you who don't know, they are a three-member hybrid pop group and has dropped their latest music video for the track, Saisei, on their official YouTube channel. Saisei was was the latest track by the trio since their debut, since their best album, P-Cubed, came out back in September of 2019. It is set as the main theme for the highly anticipated movie Shinjin So no Satsujin. It, this also kicked off their 15th year major debut as well. Go check that out on our website as this video actually pays a little homage to their past 15 years in here as well. You can check out everything on our site. All right, moving on to the next article. We're going to talk about popular boy group, Ballistic Boys. They have announced that they're going to be dropping their second single, and it's going to be titled Antiheroes. Set to come out on February 12th. It'll be released in two editions, and you can pre-order your your editions in the article. We also have a link to their previous song, 44 Readers, if you're unfamiliar with the group and want to get a taste for them. They are... Rappy Boys, if you want to put it in a particular way. And yeah, I'm pretty hyped about this. I love the Ballistic Boys. They, I like their style. I love their brashness in some ways. So I'm pretty hyped about this. I can't wait to hear it. Hopefully they don't drop the ball, but you never know. So we'll see how things shake out. And moving on to our next article, we're going to talk about three-man rock band Longman, they've announced that they're going to be dropping a brand new album called Just a Boy on February 5th. It's only going to come in one edition, a standard edition, but you can pre-order that on the site. And you can also check out their teaser for the album in a YouTube video, also posted in the article. So go check that out. This is going to be the band's first release in four years. So it's a pretty big deal and this should be exciting. All right, moving on to the next article Rock band Kanaboom has revealed they're going to be dropping their very first Greatest Hits album. It's going to be titled Kanaboom The Best, and it's going to be released on March 4th. At the time of posting the article, the pre-order links were not available, so we'll have to stay tuned for that. And there's no details yet as to how many editions they're going to be or anything like that, so... As soon as we know more, we will update this and we will let you guys know. So stay tuned for that. But if you're a huge Kanaboon fan, get excited. This will be a big deal. All right. Our next bit of news is a little band called Polka Dot Stingray leads fans into a new era with their brand new mini album. Those of you who do not know who they are, they are a four-member rock band. And they have released a little trailer that that gives a little bit more information about their upcoming fourth mini album entitled Shinseki. 
that is on their official YouTube channel releasing on January 8th, which it's already out, so you better check it out. The trailer shows a sneak peek of all four tracks on that mini album, along with the studio life footage of the two tracks as well. And to even get fans to buy this album even more, it includes some footage of their five-year anniversary talk, along with solo performances of several, several of the tracks, making it extremely interesting for fans. And as previously reported, Shinseki will be released in a in several different formats, a standard CD plus DVD edition. And due to the uniqueness of the footage included on the DVD, the print amount of this will only be 20,000 copies, making it very limited. So make sure you get your copy before they go out of print. And also make sure to check out that trailer on our website where you can order your copy of the their new mini album. All right, moving on to our next article. Music Corner alum Syrup is going to be releasing his very first one-man live at Zep Diver Tokyo. That was on December 4th. You can you can go ahead and pre-order it on the site. It's set to come out on March 25th, and it's going to come in two editions, a standard and limited edition. And so, yeah, if you are curious or interested, you can check that out and... Yeah, it looks like it's going to be pretty good. I'm I'm pretty excited. And if I had the money, I would actually probably be ordering this because I love syrup. The dude's vocals are so nice. So nice and smooth. Indeed they are. Next up is popular Japanese seiyu Yui Nino Mia is bringing her debut album entitled Aitoka Kanjo on January 15th. Those of you who don't know who Yui-san is, she is most famous for her role in the hit anime series Aikatsu Friends as Emma Hinata. Her debut album contains songs written by many famous singers and songwriters such as Bugbear, Seki Kyo THK, Junichi Sato from Fana, and Ujihara Wataru from Does, along with Shiragi Shinji and Wakandana from Shonen no Kaze. And not only do they provide much assistance to Yui, however, she contributed to the song Ran Shasha, and it has little bitty dashes on it, which you can check on our site, and Watashi Dake no Kakume. Also, what is interesting is Watashi Dake no Kakume was chosen as the ending theme song for the drama Seidai Wars, and this theme became very listenable as of January 15th, so you can currently check that out. I took a Kanjo will contain a total of 10 tracks and come in only one edition, a CD only. Check out our pre-order link, track listing, cover on our site. And next up is one of my personal favorites who I have been following for years and years is Love is Born Again, and you know where I'm going with this, as Otsuka Ai celebrates her 16th anniversary with her concert release. Those of you who do not know who she is, she is a very famous and well-known pop singer-songwriter. She's a major staple in the industry, and she is releasing her concert that was held on September 8th, which marked the 16th anniversary debut performance at Hibia Open Air Concert Hall. Love is Born 16th Anniversary 2019 is the title, and will drop on January 15th of this year. Comes in three editions which you can check out on our site. What makes this so special is that one of the editions 
will be a live two CD edition of that concert in addition to the other two formats being t uh, two DVD and Blu-ray. So you at least need two of those editions because you want that live CD. You can pre-order all those on our site and you can check out this concert has some amazing lives on it as she did do the opening theme to the 2019 anime reboot Fruits Baskets, which is called Chime. And she will also sing a couple songs live for the first time since his XOX and Akanabe, which is another more reason to get it. There is also special audio commentary by Otsuka Ai herself. You can check out the full track listing for it along with the covers and check out her Chime music video on our site as well. Moving on to the next article, we're going to talk about a group that is very near and dear to my heart. Rock band Kishidan has revealed that they're going to be doing the theme song for the upcoming movie, Maedake Netsu Fanji Egyobu, which is set to debut in theaters on January 31st. The title of the new song is going to be called Kyokara Uretachi Wa. And is set to be released on February 26th. And yeah, you can pre-order your copy on the site. We have the standard and the CD plus DVD edition links there. So you can go check that out. And we also have a trailer for the movie, which from what I can tell is about, it's about Mazinger Z. It's not a Mazinger Z movie. But it's a, I think it's about people making like a new Mazinger Z toy line or a new anime or something like that from what i could tell because it looks like a bunch of salarymen in in buildings and it's interspliced with scenes from the anime majin jersey so it's really hard to tell what's going on in that trailer but if you're a majin jersey fan this is obviously something that we recommend you checking out and if you're a kishidan fan then obviously you can go ahead and get hype for these guys because it's going to be dope. Moving on to our next article. We're going to talk about a visual K-band uh, called Poidol. I hope I am pronouncing that right. And I'm sorry if it's pronounced wrong. But Poidol has revealed that they have a brand new song. It's titled Ro Rokiteki Shonen, which is set to drop on January 15th. It's going to drop in two editions. A standard and CD Plus edition. And... There is a teaser for Ro Roki Teki Shonen on the site. So if you're curious about it and you want to check it, if Visual K is your thing, then this is a new group for you to listen to if you've never heard of them. So check them out on the site. Our next article is on popular Japanese singer Imer, and she is set to sing the final song for the climatic end of the Fate Stay Night Heaven's Feel trilogy. That last movie will be entitled Spring Song. The song for Spring Song will be Haru wa Yuku. And Imer had announced this fantastic piece of news at her Imer, Imer Hall Tour 19-20 Rogue de Bleu. For those who don't know, she's most famous for her very deep voice and many of the theme songs she has sung for the popular anime, such as Fate Stay Night, Heaven Feel, Movies 1 and 2, Bleach, Vinland Saga, and 
Gundam Unicorn. She's done many more besides that, just in case I didn't mention some of your favorites. Her newest single will be a double A-side entitled Haru no Yuku, Mar- uh, Mary, Mari, or Mary, depends how you, you want to say it, or Marie. And Haru no Yuku will actually be produced and composed by one of the most famous anime composers, which is Yuki Kajiura. Those of you who don't know who she is, she's worked on several anime such as Tsubasa Chronicle, Noir, Sword Art Online, Madoka Magica, Dot Hex Sign, and many, many more. Mar- Mary, Marie, I don't know why I cannot say that name. <laughs> Marie will be used as the image song to the 150th anniversary Hapusu Buduku 10 600 Years of Empire History. This double A-side single is set to release on March 25th of this year. There is currently no official full track listing yet or additions available to pre-order, but stay tuned at, for more information to come. But you can check out her latest music video, Torches, which is an amazing song, on our website. All right, and that's it for the news this week. Now we're going to be doing something a little special due to all the crazy events and stuff going on and and all the things that we have planned for the site. We're going to do two music corners this week instead of two. So that's just letting you guys know that we're going to be talking about two artists instead of one. So, yeah. And... I'll start with the first music corner, which is Milk. I was the one that chose them. Milk is a seven-member vocal dance unit that is signed under Stardust Records. The members of the group are Sano Hayoto, Yoshida Jinto, Shiozaki Daichi, Itagaki Mizuki, Yamanaka Jutaro, Sono Shunta and Miyase Ryubi, uh, who are all managed under Stardust promotion. Yoshida is one of the founding members of the group and is the current leader of the group. Milk got started all the way back in 2014, and with its first appearance being, with its first release being on November 24th, uh, 2014. Nope. Oh, no. First appearance, sorry. And then they, they dropped their very first single, March 25th of 2015, which is a song called Coffee Ga No Men Masen. And they just recently dropped their 10th single, which was called Era, back on November 6th. Milk has had two albums over the course of their career. Their first was... Osama no Gyunyu, which roughly translated means King of Milk, which was released on November 22nd of 2017. And then their second album, Time Capsule, was dropped on February 6th of 2019. And the reason why I chose this group is because I really like their vocal harmony and their the way like they're able to harmonize. And I, I really think like they tend to do fun, exciting songs, which was pointed out to me that's mostly what they do they do have a ballad or two but primarily this is an upbeat pop 
group. So I'm, I'm going to go ahead and preface that this group may not be for everyone in advance, but I really, really enjoy them, especially their song, My Treasure. I just think it's a really good example of all the things that, that they do that I genuinely love. Like this, their harmonization is so good in that song. And that song is such a fun, upbeat song that it just really just gets stuck in your head. So I, I wanted to give these guys a shout out. I, you know, we've been, every time they come up on the, the Oricon, I always feel like, oh, I like that song. Oh, I like that song. So I really wanted to use the excuse to go back and listen to their music and talk about them a little bit more. And so this gave me the opportunity to do that. And I'm, I'm kind of glad I did. And I, I really, really enjoyed these guys. What were your thoughts on them, Luna? So they appeared on Oricon several times and they're hit or miss for me, to be honest. There's, I like them when they were five members, actually. I really enjoyed their first album, Osama no Ginyu. They had some very catchy tunes on there. However, I'm, I would say my favorite is like you mentioned is My Treasure. It's actually a really good song. Very upbeat. And that's what a lot of their music is. It's very cutesy, very boy bandish, hyper type of music. And I'm the type of person who has to be in the mood for that. However, I did find some of their stuff enjoyable. I really enjoyed Shido Kudo Brand New World. I also found a ballad of theirs that I enjoyed. I and not love it is ai but not the kanji for love it is a absolutely beautiful ballad and they had great harmonies which is one of the reasons i really really enjoyed that song i also enjoyed their song may like the season like this month and one of the other songs that was newer that surprised me that i liked was i actually had to text it to myself i heard it on spotify and was pleasantly surprised on it and that was Kasukani Kimidata. I thought it was very well harmonized and they all had very good vocals. I think my only issue a lot of their songs is there's one vocalist I don't know which one it is but he can get on my nerves a little bit <laughs> and I think right you know who it is but I, I have an idea yeah. I feel like their older music was really harmonious and had a good feel to it. Very, very poppy. I would say it's not my cup of tea or milk tea. <laughs> I see what you did there. However, I still would recommend people checking them out. Because even though they might not be a band that I'm crazy about. But this gave me a chance to dive into them and listen to more of their music than what pops up in the Oricon. And I was surprised that I found several songs I greatly enjoyed, and I thought their first album was well done. So, I I think everyone should give them a try. Yeah, and I, I'm actually really glad you enjoyed them, Luna, because I know you specifically, like, like Ken's always, like, kind of mixed on them, and usually when they pop up on the Oricon, you're like, eh, I just don't know about them. So, I'm really glad to hear that you wound up enjoying them quite a bit. Yeah, I found some songs that were enjoyable. I felt like more of it for me was their older stuff than their newer stuff. 
However, I'm glad I found songs that made me say, oh, this is actually okay. I can't listen to it all the time, but it's not bad. So I found some of their music enjoyable. Just not all of it. I feel them, they're still going to be a group that's hit or miss for me. But that's with a lot of ones that aren't always quite your style. And as, as you all know, we have a double special music corner this week. So this one was my choice. And I chose Jasmine. And before I get into who she is, I'm going to tell you a little bit reason why I chose her. Because I feel like it'll give it more meaning as I wrote a lot about Jasmine. And I got into her with her for, with her debut single, Sad to Say, which I will discuss. And I've been hooked on her ever since. When I got to go to Japan in 2014 and was there for a while, I felt I was already head over heels in love with her music. I had her first album, Gold. I was awaiting her complex album. And I was hyped. I got to see her live twice when I was in Japan. And this girl is amazing. She put on such a great show. I saw her the first time. And then I looked for more concerts she was in in Tokyo to see her. She made a huge impact on me. And for that is the main reason I chose her. Especially as she has a little something new out. Which got me so excited this year. So I'm going to dive right into who she is. So, Jasmine is an R&B pop singer and songwriter who got her start in the music industry in 2009 with her major label debut single entitled Sad to Say. This actually topped the RAIJ charts and was regularly played on the the big, how do you say this? It's like a TV, I wouldn't say show, but it's like a music show called J-Wave. And she's a singer who sings with all her heart and her feelings. And you hear this in her voice, her music. She has very powerful vocal skills that stand out. And in combined with that, she knows how to utilize her vocal capability and play on all the emotions that she has, which makes all her, she encompasses all this into all her songs, which is what makes her such a great singer. She can take... All these three things, put them into one, and those songs have a huge impact on you. It's really her, the emotions in her songs that really brought me to her with her voice. And it showcased that to I felt what she was feeling. So, a little bit more background information. She was signed with Sony Music in 2009 after she had sent that demo tape of her song Sad to Say. They signed a contract and this was released digitally first and it saw huge success. So there was a physical release not long after and that did amazing as well. And she was actually contracted with Sony from 2009 to 2017. 2017 she actually signed with 8 Entertainment and her music style took a little bit of a change. I still say it's the same but it's not. As she was able to grow and showcase that she can do more than one style like she did before. Which is one of the reasons I love her. She did some experimental music under this label, such as trap, reggae, hip-hop, jazz. And it showcased her range in styles she can do and not just R&B. 
Uh, one of my personal favorite songs is Sad to Say, and that was her debut song. And the reason I love it is her unique vocal, vocal style in that song. The lyrics surrounding it and her strong vocal skills just make it an amazing track that just grabs you with the first few verses. And it you want to hear more. And even though it is a breakup song, it is one that resonates with you. And at the time, I was going through stuff. And this is something that made an impact on me for that reason. Its lyrics impacted me, the song itself, the way she vocalizes it. And you just feel all the emotions. And it's a song I still go back to even though I'm not in that situation anymore. But because in the past, it has really changed part of my life. Her other song, Dreamin', is one of the most beautiful ballads that I have ever heard. And with her voice and the piano, it just makes for a perfect song and just the lyrics in it. As it's about never giving up on your dream, no matter how far it is. And to me, that's something everyone can relate to and believe in. It's something I've, it's taken me far for that matter. And whenever I feel down, even though this is a ballad, to me it's a power ballad, it gets me through a lot of hard times. When I listen to it, it keeps me going knowing that you can always reach your dream. And not only does does she have a lot of, you know, she has a lot of mixture songs. One of my favorite, personal favorite albums, because it's such a unique thing she did, it's a concept album. She did songs such as Agadu and Hands Up, which were fun and dancey. That was part of her Welcome to Jazz Vegas. Hikari was an amazing song as well. And on Complex, her Weekend High song, when you hear that chorus, that song gets me pumped. Every Friday I listen to it to get me ready for the weekend. She always gets me going, and I love that. As it just has, she's some great feels to all those songs she sings. She put so much effort and love and emotion into these. And also High Flying, I think, is another highly rated one of mine, as it has an electronic mix with R&B feeling to it. And it, I got to see this one live as well, and it was fantastic seeing this live. The chorus gets stuck in your head, and it's just amazing. So, and I'm going to break down one, two of her newest ones, as the ones I talked about previously were when she was under Sony. And I, and I loved all the music she's done so far. And this is where it takes a little turn and she showcased how much she's grown with her song Kokorozashi featuring AK-69. To me, this is her comeback song. This is the, hey, I'm back and I'm not going anywhere. And even though there was a few other songs that came out before this, such as Black Kitty, this one spoke to me and slammed me like my girl is back and it has an amazing R&B element her powerful vocals at the beginning of that song and then after the chorus goes and you hear the beat of it and it gets you in this dance club vibe and then it goes and it, you get some AK-69 in there and you get her vocals with her dancing in there I just love it this just screams for me an amazing comeback and it highlights her vocal skills as well. And that beat just pulls you right in. And the next one she did 
that dropped actually about a month or two ago is Fallen featuring Flack. And this reminds me of 90s R&B and I love it. This is what I grew up with. This is what I love. And that video is so 90s and you can see a Wheaties box in that music video, which cracked me up. And she's sitting there tossing popcorn in her mouth with these big glasses watching this tube TV. And I just kept thinking, this is so 90s. This is amazing. And she is in that R&B element, which fits with her vocals. It's a smooth flowing song. It just brings me back to the days and I love it. I highly recommend everyone checking out a little bit from each album she's done as her variety and skills are just amazing in what she can do. She ha- currently has two studio albums, Golden Complex, one concept album, Welcome to Jazz Vegas, a best of album, Pure Love Best, 11 physical singles, which are under Sony. She also just dropped her newest digital mini album, Jasmine 2.0, which can be found on Apple Music, Spotify, Amazon Music, Google Music, as well as many of her other digital singles can be found on there too. And you can check out her official Twitter and Instagram on our page. And we have two music videos for you up on there. I know I was supposed to choose one and I was bad. High Flying and Kokorozashi. But I... I wanted to encompass her style under Sony, you know, and how, and then how she's grown. So one of her older ones, along with her new, one of her newer ones, Kokorozashi, just to show the difference in she's the same, yet she's grown. And I love that she can do that. I wanted to show Sad to Say because it is my favorite song. However, Sony has it blocked to anyone where I live and I'm very, very sad. That's all I'm going to say about that. Hopefully, they will put them back up again. So, great. I'm curious to hear your thoughts on her. As I know she's probably very new to you as I know she hasn't been on the Oricon at all. Yeah, she she hasn't been on the Oricon, but I was able to go check out because she is underneath Sony. Not a ton of her music is on Apple Music. So I had to listen to basically what I could get my hands on. So I listened to her uh, Jasmine 2.0 album. And I got to say, I actually wound up really enjoying that album. I, I didn't know what I was walking into. I will go ahead and give you the the heads up. The one song on that album I didn't like was her big comeback. I actually hated that song. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I did not like Coco Zarashi, but the rest of the album I really, really liked. I thought it was really strong. Fallen is an amazing song, and th- that was like really, really. Th- I felt like that was a great way to really start the album off because I felt like it kind of sets the tone, and it just is an is a really, really good song. Her vocals in that song are fantastic. And I thoroughly enjoyed that one. The other song that really, really stood out to me is her song Black Kitty, which is, it's kind of a jazz single, but her vocals are so good, especially with that jazz backing. I was like, man, she kind of missed her calling. I felt like she could be a jazz singer and just kill it. But we do get, but you do have Black Kitty, and that was just an absolutely phenomenal song. That 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 really really stood out to me. 
I will always have a soft spot in my heart for jazz music. So I thoroughly, thoroughly enjoyed that. And I felt like that was just something that really grabbed me and just, you know, really held on to me. And I thoroughly enjoyed that one. Good. I'm glad to hear you enjoyed that. And yeah, I just wish I liked more of the dancier songs. Like I, I, I like when the the thing that the my problem with Koka Zarashi was it's it is it's all beat and and rhythm and there's there's almost no melody to it and that th- that as you guys have heard me say nine hundred nine hundred times m- my favorite part about a song is typically the melody of it so on like the heavier dancers dance songs where there's not really a, a lot of melody to it it's just really hard for me to like it. And that, and that was one reason why I just did, could not get into it is I just felt like there wasn't a whole whole, whole lot of melody to it. So that uh, that was personally why I did not like that. But I, I'm usually an oddball on these things. By all means, go 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 listen to your club tech tech te- dance dance music. It'll be fine. Yeah, and I had a feeling you might not care for that one just due to the fact that it is more of a club banger, and <laughs> it's also very americanized in my opinion is how the beat sounds it's something you would hear in america more than japan i feel like yeah but still she is really really good and and i i I mean the album has eight songs on it one one song out of the eight i didn't care for hoorah like by it's a great album i would i would say this is a great album and the i i really felt like you know, this this is 2.0. I'm eager to see like what she does with this rebranding because it'll be interesting to see like how she conducts herself moving forward and, and stuff like that. Like I'm eager to see like what she does next. I I actually am too. And since I plan to be going to Japan this year, I'm looking forward to seeing if I can catch her live again as she is such an amazing live performer. And I'd like to see these songs live on Jasmine 2.0. I got to see a lot of the ones from Welcome to Jazz Vegas and Complex, which Complex is on iTunes. Yes, yes, it or is. Apple Music, I mean. So for those of you who do want to check that one out, you can find it on there. Unfortunately, Gold, Welcome to Jazz Vegas, and Pure Love Best are a little bit harder to find. So, happy hunting. Yeah, yeah. Thank you, Sony. Thank you. <laughs> I own them. You can buy them physically on Amazon used, and you can buy them physically on eBay used. If you do go to Japan, I'm sure you can find them at Tower Records, Book Off, and HMV. So if you get a chance, they're actually good blind buys. Yeah. All right. Thank you so much, Luna, for picking Jasmine. It was a lot of fun checking her out, and I appreciate the opportunity of checking her out. That was that was a lot of fun. Good. I'm glad. I'm glad you enjoyed her. I'm glad I got to bring a little something new to you and <laughs> also to everyone else who might not know who she is. All right. And with that, we are going to move on to this week's Oricon. And this will probably be the fastest Oricon in all of Oricon history for the show. I don't see it being, I don't know, next year could be the same, but... It being the week after the new year, this is the very first Oricon chart of the year. And, you know, it just mostly is the Kohaku 2.0. So we're going to go over it step by step and line by line. But most of this stuff is Kohaku related. 
except for a couple of outliers, and we will certainly get to those. But we're going to start with the number 10, which is one of the outliers of the week. It is Yesterday by Official Hige Dondism, and yeah, it is on here. It Good song, good good song. It was, it, it did 11,048 points, so it had a good week, and... Yep. Nothing more we can say about it. <laughs> yeah, I will say I was kind of expecting there out of all the medleys, because there were so many medleys on the Kohaku. I was legit expecting a medley from Official Hike Dondism of this song and Pretender. And I was thoroughly surprised that it was literally just Pretender that they did, because I was like, I mean, that was their big song, so you can't get... I can't say I was entirely surprised, but I figured because yesterday and the other song that we're going to talk about here in a little bit had really good performance on the on the chart as well. It wasn't just Pretender. It, it's all three songs, but Shukume is a little trickier to, to play because it's got the trumpet in there. But I, I, I was thinking yeah. like they, 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 they could um done like a, a little bit of yesterday, even though it's a slower song. But let it lead into Pretender was my thought. But I was surprised that they only did Pretender. So I'm kind of not just due to the fact that they were in such a time crunch and they went over their time allotted. And there are so many other artists who did melodies. So I think that might be why they only did Pretender. That way they do stand out from the other big artists who did melodies. That was just my thoughts of maybe yeah. why it wasn't done. And, and you could be right because, well, and I think I echoed this last week in the last episode you can go check out, but I was like, there's this, I get that there's a lot of medleys and I get why they have so many, but I felt like this year was just way too many. Like there's about yeah. three or four of them that they could have, that, that I could have dealt without because like the last five acts are all medleys. <laughs> like once you get past Arashi singing in the Olympic stadium, it's all medleys. Everything past that's a medley. And I'm like, oh, God, just it's done with the medleys. But that was number 10. Moving on to number nine, it is Eraba Rezaru Kokumen by Tokyo Jihen. This is our new song for the week. And I got to say, it's quite the interesting one. I will say I enjoyed it. I'm super, super glad to see Tokyo Jihen is back. And it was an odd song, but also it's Tokyo Jihen, so I'm not surprised. See, I, I'm not familiar with Tokyo Jihen, so I'm, I'm like, I heard it and it was not what I was expecting at all. I was like, whoa, what is this? It, it, it is a, it is very, very interesting to say the least. I I quite enjoyed it, and I think I was just more excited to see them back than anything, and very curious about what they're going to be doing from here. The song definitely piqued my interest, and unfortunately you can only hear part of it on YouTube right now. I want to hear the full thing, because I, I have a feeling that just that one little snippet definitely is not enough to get the whole feel for the song. No, that, that is 100% fair. I, I do agree with you because, well, and it's not like, so like it's an, it's a minute and 40 second 
video. And honestly, the song doesn't even start till like what, 30 seconds in? Mm-hmm. Like, like it takes it a while. Like there's a, there's like 30 seconds of dead air. I was, I, I was smacking my computer. I was like, is the sound on? <laughs> but yeah, it is like, it is just, it's just a little sample to wet the palate, especially if you're a Tokyo Jihen fan. So, and from what it sounds like, it sounds like this song really appeals to their fans. So if you are a Tokyo Jihen fan, this is a really, really big thing and honestly we're talking about it it's hasn't had a physical release yet so this is no, digital only also if you're a sheena ringo fan you're also gonna love it so and that is also what made me happy when i saw them and they had everyone's names i'm like i'm so glad and a little surprised but very glad but kokumin was very good and i need to go back and listen to a lot of their music because it has been a long 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 time since i've actually listened to one of their albums but tokyo jihan did pull in a lovely eleven thousand seven hundred and sixty nine points and moving on up to number eight it is inochi no uta ba tekuchi malia takuchi Maria? Yeah, sorry if I butchered the pronunciation of that. But yeah, uh, Takeuchi Maria. So I, I will say I'm glad this is on here because I, I really felt like, one, it's kind of a shame they waited this late to invite this woman because she's really talented. So for anyone who doesn't know, if you haven't had a chance to listen to last week's episode and you don't know who this woman is, She's been in the industry for a long, long time, but this past year was her very first Kohaku performance, and she really killed it. I thought she did a fantastic job, and I'm, I'm really glad to see the song up here, and I, I'm glad to see, like, she's getting some recognition. Like, it seems like she really deserves it. And, uh, you know, Uchino Uta is a fantastic song. It is absolutely gorgeous. Seeing her perform at live in a Kohaku was amazing. She's been a huge staple in the industry since forever. And Plastic Love is my personal favorite. However, you know, Uchino Uta was a great choice to use for the Kohaku. I am surprised she hasn't been on it till now just because of her... Her popularity and how long she's been in the industry but always glad to see her make the oricon and glad to see an old song from 2012 on here yeah i think it makes me smile i think older song because there's older ones than that however i'm glad to see it on here this is the this is the oldest song of the day yes and it also shows like how this shows how the kohaku makes an impact on what everyone's listening to as well Oh, yeah. Yeah. The Kohaku is really, really a big deal. And it, it's interesting from like an outside perspective looking in. You wouldn't think it's that big of a deal. But I mean, just look at the effect it had on the Oricon this week. I mean, it it devastated the Oricon. I mean, everything that we're going to talk about here, minus one song was at the two songs was at the Kohaku. So it'll be it'll it, it is a deep deep effect that it has on the Japanese music industry but 
Takeuchi Maria came in this week with a lovely 12,339 points. And moving on up to number seven, it is Shukume by Official Hike Dondism. And it's another one of those songs we've talked about 892 times. I don't know if there's anything much more we can add. It's been on here for what feels like an eternity. But, yep, it's here. Rocking at number seven, and honestly, it—I I still think the reason it's on here is the Kohaku bump because it's just one of those songs that really stuck throughout the year. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I agree. Kohaku bump. You know, official Higi Dandism has been been selling like hotcakes lately, and I have a feeling them being live was a big push for that as well. Yep. So. Yep. And Shukame came in with a lovely 13,305 points. Moving on up to number six, it is Uma Toshika by Yonezu Kenshi. And this is the only, this is the last song that we'll talk about that wasn't at the Kohaku. I do think it's a crying shame that this song wasn't at the Kohaku because it, it just... It's, it is a good song, and I felt, I really felt like in a lot of ways, like, he got so snubbed at this year. Just, like, he was there in video only, and I'm like, ah, oh, man, that, that's not, that's not right. But, you know, it, it, it is what it is, and, you know, Kenshi has shown he doesn't need the Kohaku to, to maintain his, his sellingness as this maintains its presence on the chart oh yeah this is a fantastic song and it could have been Yonezu Kenshi's choice to also do it that on video so that way he could watch the Kohaku in the comfort of his home true you know but we don't we also don't know you know it's just speculation on our end however I'm so glad to see Uma Toshika on here it's a fantastic song and just seeing him on the Kohaku with Arashi was amazing and that is one of the things that made my night and it also helped him out as well as seeing you know everyone's like oh i need to grab uma toshika i might not have it or that's a great cd i need another copy yeah and i will say as far as like surreal moments go in the kohaku i think that was honestly the most surreal moment of the night is when he's in that video and then Arashi is singing in the Olympic Stadium. Like, that blew my mind. Oh, yeah, definitely. But moving on, Uma Toshika sold a lovely 18,083 points. Number five is Paprika by Fulen, who kicked off the Kohaku last week. If you know it, they were the, yeah, they were the first act. So, yep. They they came in this week. I'm not surprised. This is the official Olympic song. So it is an interesting song. And and if you want to check out the Kohaku performance, it is certainly very interesting because they have the international kids. I know we talked about this last week, but just briefly for anyone who hasn't heard it yet. Uh, they did have the international kids on there. And there's a whole, they did like a whole verse of the song in English that was really, really cool. And I I really enjoyed that performance, surprisingly enough. And yeah, I'm I'm not surprised this is on here by any means. Oh yeah, I want to say I'm not surprised Fudin's on here. I'm actually 
happy it's on here as well. They did a great opening act for the Kohaku. Seeing both them singing English and Japanese in there was amazing. And plus, this is going to be a big Olympic poll, an international poll. So it's always great to see see Pup, uh, Pupathik on here. And it's a really cute, cute, catchy song, and I love it. Yeah, it is, it is very, it is definitely the cute and the catchy. But Fulin uh, sold a lovely, or Paprika sold a lovely 18,672 points. Moving on up to number four. Ken's probably jealous that he's not here to talk about his recent lady interests. And that is Gorenge by Lisa. And yeah, and I will also say this song live was really good. So go, go, go check out the Kohaku if you can, or go, go listen to last week's episode where we just praise this performance. Like this was fantastic. This song live is really, really good. I can see why he is such a huge fan of her. Oh, yeah. Uh, um, Gay was amazing live in the Kohaku. And this is just a great song. Lisa has such powerful vocals. And I'm so glad to see her back on here with this. And also seeing her live on Kohaku was amazing. Indeed, indeed. And... She actually had a pretty solid week. She Garenge sold a lovely 28,078 points. Going on up to number three, it is Machigai Sagashi by Masaki Suda. And this again is, this was his first time at the Kohaku, which was really interesting. And this was a really good song uh, performed live. It, at, it's weird. I keep forgetting how good this song is. But his he is really, really talented, great vocalist, amazing pipes. And I re- just really felt like he knocked it out, especially with his bleach blonde hair that's just gelled back. And he's just like, I'm gone full Super Saiyan. So it, it was definitely an interesting performance. Oh, yeah, I love that with the full orchestra in the background. That is what made Machigai uh, Sagashi. Much, yeah, Machigai Sagashi. Sorry, I was like looking at three different things at once. <laughs> you're, you're, you're fine. So I, I cannot say enough about how much I love this song. And I'm so glad to see him on the Kohaku. And see this jump him back up on the Oricon, which makes it even better. Yep, yep. Yep, he definitely killed it. And Machigai Sagashi... Sagachi sold a lovely 28,269 points. Moving on up to number two, it is Hakujitsu by King Nu. And I, I got to say, this song, it made the Oricon and it kind of disappeared. But then it got the pre-Oricon bump and so it came back up and we were able to talk about it again. And it's on here again. And... I can see why because this song's so good. Like, like his vocal work in this song is one of those where we could praise it all day, but until you hear it, I don't think you realize how good it is. Like he destroyed this song, and the live performance was so good. I, I, I know Ken says in last week that they used way too much smoke, but I loved like the smoky atmosphere that they had in that song when they did the live performance, like it just felt visceral to me. 
And this song has like a, just like this really interesting way, especially the way he does his vocals. Like I just really felt like he knocked it out of the park. Yeah, I, I love this song by King New and his performance was amazing. Vocal, vocally live. Oh my gosh, his vocals are so good. And he showcased it on the Kohaku and he picked such a great song to do that with. And yeah, I can understand the smokiness because it was a little hard to see. So I kind of, I mean, like it was cool, but then I also understand Ken's point, you know, where it was a little too much. So I, I understand both. However, it the song is fantastic. If you've not checked it out, please go do so. Yes, yes, you are, you are missing out on a good one. But Hakujitsu sold a lovely twenty nine thousand eight hundred and seven points. And moving on up to number one, you could probably guess because we haven't mentioned it yet. But if you haven't figured it out yet, Pretender by Official Hige Dondism. Which I mean, I mean, I didn't do Gangbusters, but it's number one, and I, you, I'm not surprised. They had a outstanding performance at the Kohaku, and even though they only did one song, they destroyed the one song that they did. This was a fantastic performance, fantastic song, and I would, I would be surprised if they don't come. I mean, if they don't have a release, they may not be back there. But I, I think we're going to see them again at the Kohaku. I, I have no doubt in my mind. They're going to come back. So I still love Pretender. We've talked about it a million gazillion times. I will say they definitely they definitely do a great live performance. They knocked it out of the park. Hearing him play the piano and him start singing, it's just such a beautiful song, even though it's also a very sad song. Yep. I love it so much. I know everyone's probably already checked it out because it is hit the Oricon every single freaking week almost. We have been and talking I about the song really since April. See it going away just yet because of all the post Kohaku pickups. So, and I have a feeling we'll be seeing more of them as well. I'm just curious if it's going to still be on here come April of next year. Never know. It might pop back up randomly. We see that all the time. That's true. That's true. But Pretender sold a, a whopping 34,788 points. And I know I know Ken likes to do the 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 albums, but I I didn't prepare the, the albums, so I, we can just mention some of the significant ones on there. Sure. So like for example, Travelers Number Two by Official Hige. Which yep. big surprise, not really, being that you know, post Kohaku, people are still picking it up, and that dropped 23,000 copies. And Frozen 2, not surprised about that either. Their original soundtrack is on there at 3, mainly due to the fact that, well, one of the lead songs was in a Kohaku as well with that Disney melody. Yep. And it looks like Bish is on, or Bish, the... Yeah, they they have a... Related s- to Bish. It, it, yeah, it's Brand New Idol Society, not Brand New Idol stuff but yeah uh they, they have a i guess they had a digital release for looky so if you're a bis fan you can check that out yeah, they checked it and ikimonogakari made it on there with their album we do which is starting to go down but that sold around seven thousand copies but there's some good ones on there 17 is back on there again they keep popping back up yep. this is an ode 17 volume three this korean band does not stop uh, and number so, one was very interesting, as I did not expect this. It was Kato di Shingle, 
and this is an artist I'm not super familiar with, but he topped it with number one in his 2020101 album, 2020101, you know, going with that new year, dropped it on first. Yeah, it's it's the it's, it's the release date of, this, of, the, of the album. Of course, which is pretty ingenious because you know what, it makes you remember it. But yeah, he sold, he topped it with 30,000 copies on here. So not a lot of heavy hitters yet, but it's the first of the year and everyone's saving their money. So I'm looking yeah. forward to when we get closer to February because that's when everything drops. Yeah, February drop. February and March, just by looking at, like, at the site and the articles and all that stuff, February and March is packed. And well, that, my uh, bank account's crying for February because everything's coming out on the 19th. You don't want to know how much I already dropped. Uh, well, if you're like me, you haven't dropped a penny yet. Like, I'm like, I'm trying to figure out how how I can get lightning twice, which comes out in March, so I've got a little time. But that that's all I want, lightning. Like, once lightning gets here, I'm kind of I'm kind of done. I did want to mention real quick. Number nine was Simpa with King King News. So they're. They're they're also feeling the Kohaku bump a little bit with their album because that they came are out with their Simba album. Yeah, that came out in January of last year, so almost a year ago that came out. So it it, it is that Kohaku bump is a real thing. Oh yeah, for sure. But yeah, a lot of great ones in the album chart. So yeah. always good to see what's what's going on. All right, and that's that's going to be the show for the week, guys. Thank you for listening to uh, our episode of Ongaku to You. If you're listening on YouTube, you can like and subscribe. You can also hit the bell button to get notifications. And you can find us at ongakutoyou.com. Or you can follow us at ongaku to You on Twitter and Instagram. And you can find our Facebook page by typing ongaku to You in the search bar. Uh, be sure to check out our affiliates, Kyoru Hunter and TimberTaff. Kyoru Hunter was our living mailbox in Japan. Now he is home and he does streams of classic horror games on Twitch at twitch.tv slash Hunter. You can also follow him on Twitter at Kokusai Kyoru. That is K-O-K-U-S-A-I-K-Y-O-Y-R-U. And you can also find Timber Taft on Twitch as well. He is a streamer as well. He does Japanese-based games. I think he mostly focuses on Japanese role-playing games. Japanese RPGs. Yep. Mainly. Yep. So you can check that out. Uh, you can find him at Timber Taft. You can find him at twitch.tv slash Timber Taft. And you can also follow him on Twitter at Timber Taft. That's T-I-M-B-E. E-R-T-A-F-T. And you can also follow our co-host Ken on Twitter at O-T-Y-Ken1. And he does a podcast, a gaming podcast, with Kyoru Hunter and Timber Taft uh, called Podosaurus, which you can find on SoundCloud and Apple Podcast Services. You can follow Renford at Renford D. That's R-E-N-T-F-O-R-D-D. And where can we find you, Luna? You can find me on, let's see, Twitter, my anime list, and Letterboxd at LunaMarie87. You can find me on Instagram at NerdyCollectorLuna. I mainly post about 
what I'm watching and what I'm listening to, depending on which one I'm on. And where can we find you, Gray? You can find me on Twitter at OngakuGray, where I tweet about video games, anime, and what I'm currently listening to, trying to keep it like a lifestyle sort of Twitter feed. Trust me, I'm not going to tweet about anything remotely important, but if you want to, you know, figure out what I'm into or what I'm watching, you can follow me there. I just finished uh, Kamen Rider Kiva, so, and I'm going to tweet out my thoughts on it soon. So if you're interested in what I have to say about Kamen Rider Kiva, you can find out on my Twitter feed. And also at this time, we would like to personally thank our editor for all the hard work that she does and puts into the back end of the website. She is the biggest worker that you do not see, and we are thankful for everything that she does. So thank you to our editor. You are much love. We appreciate you. Yes. Much love from all of us at Ungakuriyu. Yes, yes, yes. And we want to thank the lovely listeners. You guys are awesome that continue to listen to our show. So thank you so much for tuning into this week. And yeah, be certain to come back next week. It'll be our big Music Corner wrap-up. We're going to be covering 25 artists. It's going to be a nice episode. Uh, Ken will be with us, and it's going to be a big one. So you know, grab some popcorn, grab a big drink and, you know, buckle up because we're going to we're going to talk about all of the indie corners up to milk from cider girls to milk. So if you missed a couple, be certain to tune in next week because we're going to be covering. That has been our show for this week. Thank you so much. And I look forward to seeing you guys next week. This is Gray signing off. I'll see you guys next time. I want to thank everyone for listening again to tonight's episode. We really want to thank the fans greatly as if it weren't for you guys, we wouldn't be doing this. We hope you really enjoyed tonight's show and you will listen to next week's episode. We are extremely excited to bring you that music corner mega episode. We will see you next week at Ongaku. I hope everyone has a fantastic week. This is Luna signing off.